Hi, welcome to another episode of Let's Chat, You and Me, hosted by Crystal of crystalsays.com. Okay, so I know this podcast is a little delayed, but that's okay because I did it on purpose. I wanted to give you guys some time to go ahead and do something absolutely fantastic. What, you may ask? Well, of course, see Black Panther. I mean, it's the movie of 2018. And I'm going to go ahead and say the movie of the century for me, okay? Because there was absolute significance in the Black Panther movie. Now, there are rave reviews, and then there are others who say it wasn't that great. Marvel has had better. Here's my problem with that. If you watched the Black Panther just to watch the action scenes to then compare it to the other movies like the Avengers and all the others, you completely missed the point of the Black Panther. The Black Panther had at least two purposes, okay? Not only was it to show dynamic fighting scenes and skills and technology, which it did. I mean, come on, Dora Milaje, come on, seriously? When homegirl, you know what, just in case you didn't see it, I won't say what she did. But the fight scenes were on point, okay? Michael B. Jordan, he did his thing, all right? Winston Duke, okay? Lupita Nyong'o, come on. All right. Danae Guerrera, seriously, she murdered her role. Okay. Okay. Back to my point. This movie did two things, as I said before it showcased fighting skills, it showcased technology, it did something that was not done before. Um, in that its entire cast, the majority of the cast was African-American, African, Afro-Caribbean. They were all Afro-descendants. You don't really get that in a movie, a blockbuster at that. Let's not forget Chadwick Boseman, who killed his role as T'Challa. Okay? Let's not forget that. So the second thing that it did was it touched on so many points, so many points that are significant to the black community, the Afro-descendant community, the African community, so many points that are key. That's what this movie did. So if you watched and you completely forgot or ignored, or didn't even recognize it, you completely missed the point of Black Panther, who had stellar actresses like Angela Bassett and Letitia Wright. You better go ahead, girl. I love her. She's our new favorite princess. Okay, Disney, I hope you're listening. She's our new favorite princess, Princess Shuri. Moving on. So I want to talk to you about five points of this movie. Over its four-day weekend premiere, it made 
$404 million. Okay? $404 million. It had a budget of $200 million. Ryan Coogler, you did your thing. You hear me? Over the second weekend, and that was just in like, what, nine days or so? Over $700 million. And let's not forget, it's not even open in China and Japan yet. Okay? $700 million, Over $700 million, I'm sorry. It's doing amazing things. So yes, the hype was legit. The hype was real. And it was not only, not only because of it being a Marvel movie and finally one of their heroes got a movie on the big screen. Here are the five points. The first one is the African diaspora. All right. So Afro descendants are all over the world, including still remaining in Africa. Thank God. Beautiful people we are. Black is beautiful. It created such a sense of unity where it used to be a joke for people to wear African designs. I mean, this movie brought us out in droves. I personally love African designs. I also went in my Nigerian-made dress. I mean, the people looked beautiful. Some did a coming to America thing, and that's cool too. Others did a full out dress like you came off the plane from the motherland. That was fly. And others were all black to support the other movement of Black Panther, where it was forcing unity amongst African Americans. And that was cool too. The type of unity it brought was absolutely beautiful to see. For once, it wasn't light skin versus dark skin. It wasn't you're African, I'm African-American, or you're African, you're African-American, I'm just Caribbean, I'm Latina, I'm... No, boo-boo. We were all Afro-descendants. This is who we are. We are family. And that's what I saw when I went to the movie theaters, when I scrolled through all the, t- the social media timelines. It was absolutely beautiful. The next point was the Dora Milaje. All right. I hope I'm saying your name right, sister. Danae Guerrero. She played the main Dora Milaje. And if you don't know the Dora Milaje, they are basically the female bodyguards of the royal family. And when I tell you I have never seen such fierce bodyguarding in my life, you need to go ahead and see this movie and see how they handle that. And what I loved about that was the strength depicted. Black females have had a bad role. Women on a general sense have a bad role of if she's tough, if she's stern, if she's a go-getter, she's the B word. I'm not going to say the word because I don't like it, but she's the B word, okay? She's a hard bleep or, or some other kind of negative term. Now, if a man is that, they just call him boss. Why? What is the difference? Yes, a woman can be feminine. Yes, a woman can be delicate, but she can also go ahead and handle her business. 
I'ma just go and put it out there, Proverbs 31. That woman was boss. All right, don't believe me? Go ahead, look it up. Proverbs chapter 31, read about her. She was delicate, yet she was boss. Dormilaje, they were absolutely stunning. All their facial features, the way they carried themselves, their posture, the way they loved their bald heads. I'm not giving a spoiler, guys. These are on commercials. Don't freak out. So the way they carried themselves and the pride that they had in themselves and their country and their bodies was absolutely amazing. There's one scene. Okay, so I told you guys I gave you some time to watch it. Okay, so this is going to briefly hit on some stuff. I'm not going to really give you detail in case you didn't see it. But there was one scene in which the lead Dora, which was played by Danae Guerrero, she had to wear something on her head and she considered it a disgrace. And the reason is because when they shaved their heads to become a Dora, that is where the pride, you know, is, 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 is held. They take pride in their bald heads and in their, their beauty without any encumbrance. Right. So she threw it. (laughs) She threw it and she used it as a weapon. Now, there's another scene similar to that one where she was touched and that brought out a great point. While it can also be for women, I'm going to take this whole post and relate it to the Afro-descendant culture and Afro-culture, okay? That's what I'm going to do. So she was touched, and that symbolized the way that African-American women and African women, period, tend to get touched and petted, and people find it to be curious and somehow take liberty and think it's okay to go ahead and touch us without us asking for you. You know, we didn't send for you, so don't come. They touched on that. And when she was touched, well, baby, it was on. And I absolutely loved it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just think places such as, let's go, China. Right? You can watch all the little videos on on YouTube or on your social media where uh, there are black folk in that country or even Japan or something like that. There are black folk in that country and in certain parts where they're not used to seeing African-Americans or Africans or Afro-descendants of any type. They're fascinated by our hair, whether it's in an afro or it's in locks or it's braided or something like that. People come up to you and they want to touch your hair and they start petting you. And it's baffling that you have a look. Now, while I am okay with your curiosity, I am not okay with you petting me like a dog. I'm not. And that even happens up here. It has happened to me, which throws me for a loop where I am there and my hair is in a certain certain style or something. And a non-Afro-descendant person decides they're going to put their hand in my hair and start going, oh my gosh, I love it. What is it? Like, did you just grow this overnight? 
And I fight really hard to not give you a side eye. Like, you saw me yesterday. My hair was above my shoulders. Today, it's down the middle of my torso. How? How did I grow this overnight? And it's a whole different color. How? And it's a whole different texture. Now, granted, we can do what looks like magic with our hair because of the texture of it. It has shrinkage because shrinkage is real. Okay? We can straighten it. We can curl it. We can throw it. We can do many things. But to think that all of a sudden, our natural hair goes from zero to 100 in a few hours is ridiculous. Let's just stop at saying, your hair looks really nice. And I can say to you, thank you. So does yours. And let's move on. Or in insincerity, ask, what did you do to your hair? You can do that, but please don't pet us. We are not your dogs. We are not your cats. And I love that the movie touched on that. It also showed that it was great for black females to go ahead and be strong without fear of the men that they love looking at them as a competition, a threat, or someone who's just just like them in the sense of being manly. It gave our black males the sense that, hey, yo, black women are strong, fierce, and fly. You don't have to look at us anymore as though if we're strong or fierce, it's just emotional because we have to be because there's a broken home. No, we're strong and fierce emotionally and physically and business-wise. I mean, it's time we start embracing that not only as a culture, but as a people. And I love that this movie did that. The third thing, if you didn't know the Dora Milaje role, that was the second thing. The third thing was played by Michael B. Jordan. Michael, you're beautiful. I love everything you have done thus far. You played, let me stop talking like I'm talking to him. Sorry, guys. (laughs) He played Killmonger. Now, I agree with his character's foundational points that our Afro descendants all around the world are suffering. They are unarmed with knowledge. They are unarmed with finances. They are just basically unarmed, period. And I'm not just talking, I'm not talking guns and all of that stuff. In my opinion, what it comes down to is opportunity and being treated as a human being because We are human beings. And it baffles my mind that anyone can look at a person and because of the color of their skin and the continent they're from, believe in their very being that these people are not people. They're animals. And because of that, they need to then be cultivated and not cultivated as though they're persons who are you're now bringing to a new culture, but cultivated as though they're crops, cultivated as though they're animals, cultivated as though they are tools for your use. That is disrespectful. That is disgusting. And that's what we've been experiencing for generations. And that is part of what I believe 
Killmonger was addressing in the movie. Yeah, did I take it a little deep? Yeah, because there are a lot of deep things in the movie, though you enjoy the entertainment. There are a lot of deep things. So, in my opinion, like I said, it does come down to opportunity. Opportunity in the sense of education. And I'm not just talking about colleges and and, and formal education. I'm talking about what it is to be in a community, what it is to know yourselves, where you've come from, what it is to begin to love yourselves and begin to educate those coming up behind you who look like you, who are a part of you. Because for so many years, we have been taught that just because you're black doesn't mean you have to now lend a hand. Yes, you do. You you really have to lend a hand. We as people have gone too long with the excuse of I don't need to help you yes you do because community is a real thing and I'm not saying keep that community just to yourself but I'm saying start at home community does start at home it really does if you look at other cultures other ethnic groups oh they're (laughs) tight-knit they are super tight-knit even if they don't like each other They will complain to you about each other, but when the chips are down, who are they going to choose? They're going to choose their own over all else because they know what community and neighborhood is. And what I love about Black Panther, the movie, is that it brought a lot of Afro-descendants and Africans together in in, in, in one thing. We, We wanted to see this movie. We wanted this movie to win because we've been beaten down so much and and over the past years media we have been beaten down so much we've been in so much pain and killmonger he is a prime example of being tired of being sick and tired and of pain and anguish coming to the surface so much so that it pushed him to actually become what he hates i don't know if you guys caught that but If you need to go watch the movie again, I suggest you watch it again because I would. I've already seen it twice. And (laughs) after seeing it the second time, I saw things I didn't see the first time. Much of what I'm talking about now, I didn't see the first time. So I saw it a second time. I want to actually see it a third time, see if I missed something else because the movie was just so on point. It was so fantastic. It It was enjoyable and poignant. It was all of those things. So... I truly agree with Killmonger on on that level that we need to arm our people, but not with the weapons he was talking about. And in the movie, he was talking about weapons. Yes, it's because it's the type of technology Wakanda had and he figured that they can start the world over. That was a little extreme. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go far like that at all. But Arming our people with a sense of value, pride in ourselves, love in ourselves, and looking at our fellow man, our fellow Africans, our fellow Afro-descendants, and going, you know what? You're my brother. You're my sister. We're in this together because clearly no one can understand the pains that we have endured. Whether or not we fit in with another ethnic group, whether it's all fantastic for us on that level, at the end of the day you may still be seen as one of the others. Let, let's not be fooled. You may still be seen as one of the others. And you know what? It is what it is, sadly, but the unity is what we lack. 
The unity is what we lack and we need to change that. We need to love on each other. We're not saying bring excuses because I am not one for just because you're black, I'm going to let you slide. No, because I know the excellence that's in you. I know what you are capable of. And yes, Wakanda is fictional, but it's fiction based on facts. Okay, there is so much to black excellence, the genius that we possess, the ingenuity that we possess, the love that we possess, the vibes that we possess, the rhythms that we possess. I sound like I'm getting a little loud because I'm excited. I'm excited for the potential that we black people, that we Africans and Afro descendants all around the world have within us, what we can do. I mean, the movies, the, the, the acting, the, the, the science, the math that's changing worlds, okay? The things that are changing countries, the movements that are changing, the fashions that are changing, the writing, the, the, the speaking, the motivation of our youth, everything that's changing. We have our hand in it. So why do we lean on tearing each other down? It's enough that systemically we are placed in neighborhoods that are unfavorable because of the color of our skin. There are things that are orchestrated so that we are kept in, in, in a situation where it's less favorable and we begin to have a mindset that that's what we are. That's what we have. It is what it is. And you got to keep hustling. Nah, we can create our own lanes like anybody else. Create your own lane. That's part of what Killmonger was doing, but in a more uh, radical way. I'm not saying go that way. Please don't go that way. We have enough trouble in this world and we need to stop the killing and all the violence that's there. But seriously, we as a people need to wake up. Then the next thing that was spoken of, number four, was the elephant in the room. That elephant big purple striped with orange and gold with dust and pearls okay as my family would say uh, a bzucky thing all right just big elephant in the room they addressed when they spoke of killmonger being considered a lost one and he represented the african-americans in the u.s and maybe elsewhere in the world, but he represented one who was not born in the motherland, Africa. And in past years, maybe you've experienced it. I know I have. In past years, there was a war kind of waged between African-Americans and Africans, period. And then there were also Afro-Caribbeans. Okay, I'm going to talk about what's real to me. What what. I can relate to and what I've experienced myself. You would have the African Americans looking down on the Africans, even to the point of saying what I never understood then and I'm appalled at today, the terminology African booty scratcher. What in the world is that? What is that even supposed to mean? That's so insulting. I didn't understand it then. I don't get it now. And I feel insulted. Okay, but it was a term that young African-American children would say to people, African booty scratcher. And I don't know what that meant. Somehow it was meant to degrade those who are from our motherland of Africa. And on the flip side, 
we had Africans who looked down on other Afro-descendants who weren't born there. I have literally heard an African person say, when I was younger, say, oh, you have no part of us. You're not African at all. You're just an American. So it kind of made you feel much like Killmonger. Like, so I have no place. The place where I'm from doesn't want me. The place where my roots come from doesn't claim me. Who am I? I'm really a lost one. So th- that right there, that hits so deep. And then there's the Afro-Caribbean. Many times I've heard Afro-Caribbean say, well, I'm not Afro-Caribbean. I'm just from the Caribbean. Uh, seriously? Seriously? Where are your roots from? Anybody else will claim everything else. Let somebody have a, <laughs> let someone have Jewish ancestry. Let someone have Indian something. Everybody want to walk around. I got Indian in my family. I got Cherokee. Boo, you also have African. Why are you not claiming this? And why are we not being claimed? But this here movie had everybody claiming everything. Everybody's doing ancestry. I found mine and I'm quite happy. I'm very excited. I've got a whole heap of West Africa in me. And I'm very excited about that. There's a lot more in me as well. But for this post, we're only going to talk about what pertains to the Black Panther. So... I'm very, I'm very excited for where it seems that we're going. And I hope that trajectory continues to go that way because that elephant in the room, though elephants are fantastic and I absolutely love them, that elephant needs to shrink till it becomes non-existent. We are one people, okay? And when we start doing that, we can then cohesively work with everyone else around us. We can't change anyone's mind. But as long as we know that despite the hatred in the world toward us, when we go home to our people, there's love. There is so much love. There's so much thriving in that environment. And that's what we need to hold on to. That's what we need to grasp. Okay, and now... The fifth thing was simply the fact that it was an outstanding movie and the representation that was made where I don't know if you saw the little viral video of two little boys looking at a poster of the Black Panther and they kept going, that one's me. No, I'm that one. I'm that one. That's beautiful. There are some that are saying, why you got to make this about race? We're not making this about race. We're, we're just making this about facts. Making it about facts. When you don't see something ever out there, when you see it, you're going to be real happy about it. You don't understand what you never had to experience. So for all of those folks whose movies never had a strong uh, lead that looks like you, that has faced the same troubles as you. You've never had that. You've never had a, a, a full cast of that being a problem for you. You would never understand why Black Panther was such a monumental film for the rest of us. And that's my two cents. So I want to hear what you guys have to say all about it. If you haven't seen Black Panther, 
Hope I didn't give you too much. I really didn't. I'm just giving you what all of Facebook has posted, everything that's on your news feed and your Instagram. So it's not too much. You can go ahead and follow me on Instagram, official underscore crystal says. And you can also find me on Facebook, official crystal says, okay? And go ahead, subscribe on all of those things, including the website, www.crystalsays.com. And when these podcasts come out, just click play, okay? Spread the word.